So I just want to gather around uh, Romans 12 as we start off. And Romans is a book in the New Testament, um, and it's a good one. The, the Bible's a good one, um, and you can see that I'm filling in time because people are chatting, and I love that. <laughs> so Romans 12 says this. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday ordinary life. You're sleeping, eating, going to work and walking around life and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. And speaking to you out of deep gratitude for all that God has given, and especially because I've got responsibilities in relation to you. Living then as every one of you does in pure grace, it's important that you do not misinterpret yourselves as people who are bringing this goodness to God. No, God brings it all to you. The only accurate way to understand ourselves is by what God is and by what he does for us, not by what, what we are and what we do for him. In this way, we are all like the various parts of a human body. Each part gets its meaning from the body as a whole, not the other way around. Their body, we're talking about is Christ's body of chosen people, a.k.a. his church. Each of us finds our meaning and function as part of his body. And then it goes on and says some many other great things that we're going to be exploring um, together as a community. Folks, we wanted to gather you together in the room online and through Catch Up Again to update you on where we're at as a community. And how we sense the Father is inviting us towards a new season ahead. So you're going to know that I'm going to be reading from notes which is unlike me, I normally just spraff on. But in moments, sometimes it's important for us to have notes to gather around, which we're actually going to share in the email as well, so we can reflect on them as a community. And although Andy would love to be here, he has COVID and is on Zoom. Hi, Andy. Do you want to shout, hi, Andy? Hi, Andy. Um, so, yeah, so he's here with us in spirit and on Zoom. So we're now nine years into a journey that began with a few folks gathering around and aligning with the vision that we long to see the love and hope of Jesus spill out into the hearts, homes and streets of the city of Carlisle and beyond. Our community was birthed with a passion that we'd create a fresh space in the city for those who don't yet know him. And although we're part of the vineyard movement, we didn't come to plant a vineyard church per se but to contribute and commission with the Father in all he's doing, the the kingdom's inbreaking here in Carlisle. We've spent considerable time over the last few years in understanding, in maturing, and at points repenting, and at other points reconsidering. What does it look like for such a time as this to truly be a a people that centre around this vision? And on reflection, we see that we haven't So that's me, Andy, haven't always provided clear pathways 
and practices to fully engage with this vision and really sense that the Father is inviting us afresh to hit the reset button together. So we're here to share that we fundamentally believe that he is not calling us to anything new. That the compass direction isn't changing. That our overall vision remains the same. But we have now recognised that we can bring more clarity of what we think it might take to see that come about. To put it very simply, we long to be a community who model our lives on Jesus. That ultimately is the goal here. To reflect the king and his kingdom wherever we live, work or play. To be increasingly single-minded in him. So we just want to add a few statements to that original vision which we think can help us as we move forward. We long to see the hope and love of Jesus spill out into the hearts, homes and streets of the city of Carlisle and beyond through being with him, becoming like him and doing what Jesus did. In some ways, underwhelming. Over the past few years, as a community, we've been leaning into conversation around rootedness, or on how we become like him, around who he is and what he's about, and practicing to do what he did for some time now. But we sense this is a season for greater cohesion and togetherness. We've noticed over several years that we are a fairly disparate community with pockets of cohesion. We sense him invite us to a fresh story of rewriting some of our community values and practices to help us all to galvanise as we move forward. We are all made for community. The church is simply the gathering of his people together and for purpose. It's not an event that we attend. It's not something on our to-do list. Authentically being the church looks like authentically being community that practices ways and lifestyle that are just not of this world. That are deeply attractive to those in this world and that always have room for one more within. A central role of the church is to equip kingdom carriers who know who they are and what they carry. And even as I speak this out, as I typed this out, I just had a real sense that some people in the room are like, Rhoda, I've been doing that. Like, I've been acing that for, for many, many years. And I totally know and hear that we have all very different experiences in this space. Like, one of the things that Miriam said that could be fun at some point is, you know that game you used to play as a kid where you'd line up in height order or in age order? Did you ever play that? Two, three of us? Never? Oh, it's, oh man, you, you need to get together with some people and play that game. It's really fun. So you, so you start with the oldest at the top and then go down to the youngest? Tell me you've played that game. Okay, yeah. But even in this space right now as I look across, if we were to start with nine years ago and come to the present day, it's, it's really interesting, right? Where we've all connected in with the story at different times. And what we're here to say is Andy and I feel that we've not always done a very good job at helping to impart who we are as a community with each wave of people that come along. So we just want to say sorry for that. Because then that's landed us to places and spaces that have been sometimes quite hard. But also we're just sensing now more than ever, we need cohesion, don't we? 
We need togetherness, don't we? In the whole of the world. And our world is longing, crying out for a community who do things differently, who live differently, who are different, but are not bringing shame and judgment as we go, are bringing fresh starts and new stories together. So I just want us to consider for ourselves for a moment and not just as individuals with our own needs, but as a collective that he's calling us towards a deeper sense of community moving forward. So we we sense that the Father wants to deepen our root systems in and through authentic community. He wants to show us that the big really is in the small. He's inviting us to create places and spaces where we cannot can can not only proclaim and celebrate who he is like on Sundays here in this larger group setting, but where we can lean in and be equipped as apprentices of him, set into deepening community with a smaller number of people who are committed to the journey ahead. So, what does this look like? In some ways, it doesn't look drastically different. We will still continue to have this space and place on a Sunday where we come to proclaim and celebrate all that he is. But I can tell you this now, every single Sunday since we have regathered in September, we've had a different group of people in this space. And that doesn't lead to greater cohesion, does it? That doesn't lead to greater community. And so we sense that there's a calling and an invitation of the Father to say, are you hungry to become his apprentice? Are you hungry to learn what it looks like to, to set this, this apprentice story into community? And so from after Easter onwards, we're going to be creating a new space. And that's going to be on a Wednesday evening. And, and we know that, that instantly some people are like, oh, I can't do Wednesday night. Well, we're going to have it on Zoom and we're going to have it in the room as well. And it's our best attempt at bringing another space together. And and we are open to the conversation to try and figure out how we can do that. But for this season, it's Wednesday evening, 7 till 9, here at the Hub. And we're going to gather around an equipping story together as a community. We're going to lean into what does it look like to be with Jesus, to become like Jesus, and to do what Jesus did. And we're going to lean into that intentionally, and we're going to commit to that together over that season. Then we're going to split into smaller groups. And our hope is that come the autumn, we will birth some fresh spaces and places and homes where we will see whatever's happened in this room throughout the summer months go into into some homes. And that we will start as a community a journey that's a cyclical journey almost of gathering around the same heart, same mind, and then release gather and release. This was part of a prophetic dream that we had about maybe 13 years ago of of a tree with its roots growing so deep into the soil of his marvelous love that we would be so rooted into him with the canopy coming out so wide as the roots are wide that we would see an expansive life, a life which is like the city on the hill and that the birds could freely come and go. And we just really sense that those roots and those wings are both essential. Just like what we pray over uh, children and families as we dedicate them, that our roots and our wings. This is the season of gathering around our roots and our wings to bring strength. So 
I know that for some of us, we have been used to in the past um, being part of small groups and being part of maybe Bible studies as an expression. And we just really want to bring this as a cohesive space together. And even today, that was really intentional, me asking you to walk across the room to introduce yourself to other people. Because we are a different community than we were a couple of years ago. And that's good. It's not all bad, right? But there's also some of our friends who long to come and connect in as well. And we just want to make sure that there's places and spaces for us to do that together. So that is just all I want to share is that come post-Easter, there'll be a new together space, which is essential if you want to become an apprentice of Jesus. We would love to welcome you to consider coming along to that space and committing to that space before summer, but also to open up the conversation where there is roadblocks in the way of getting towards that place, practical things. Let's talk about that. Let's figure that out together. So, maybe underwhelming, but I feel really excited about the place and space that he wants to bring us to as a community because he has many, many people in this city that don't yet know him. And that's not cool. Because we are here as his followers to see his kingdom spill out wherever we live, work or play, right? But we can only do that when our root systems are not only with him, but with one another. And that's really essential. So we're going we're gonna to worship together again. And then I'm going to encourage you to chat with each other on the table. How does that feel to you? What, what, what's that? What, does that have any immediate implications for us? And is there stuff that we want to just feed back? Then there's going to be opportunity. If you check the email this week, there's going to be opportunity to feed back anything that's just coming off the top of your head. And we're going to be sharing this over the next few weeks together and keep exploring this. And if you're looking for more detail, um, that's okay as well. It's sometimes tricky in a, a community like this for some of us. Are, we are loving the detail, aren't we? And other people are like, I don't care. I'm all good. So we can explore that. So I'm saying there's an open invitation for conversation is what I'm saying. Okay. Can we pray over that just now? Is that okay? Okay. Let's pray. And then these guys are going to come and lead some worship together. Like, Can we stand to pray just now? Yeah, so I just sense that he's saying, just lay it, let's lay it down together. Jesus, I just come before you and I lay down the journey of the last nine years. I lay it down. I thank you so much for what you've been doing, for how you've been moving and how you want to move as we go forward together. My Holy Spirit, we just welcome you right now. Father, would you grow in us a sense that together we're stronger? Father, I just pray against the isolation in our world, which is just so hard. And I just really speak, Father, that you would help us to cultivate a place and space of community that our world needs. 
would you help us in that, Lord Jesus? Would you journey with us in a, in a new way, Lord Jesus? And would you help us with how that looks? Would you inspire us, Lord Jesus, once again for the journey ahead? Do you know, some of us have been going it alone for so, so long. And I just wonder if Jesus is just coming in and just tapping on your heart right now and just saying, hey, let's do this together. You don't need to be alone anymore. And that, by that I mean in your relationship with Jesus, but also in people around you, that maybe you've been trying to push people away from you. So, Father, we just really pray that you would help us in that journey, that you would heal us up in that journey. And that you would come and do what only you can do, Lord Jesus. We surrender to you again. Afresh.